Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's going on, you guys? It is your man Morgan, man. Thank you so much for tuning back in to yet another episode of E Tuesday right here on the Morgan Men Sports Podcast, powered by the Worst Hate Network. Guys, the CDL opening weekend has now come to conclusion, and let me tell you, it was one for the ages. But right now, I am actually recording one part of this video, and the second part at another time for this video and it still will be released of course today on Tuesday from where you are hearing this from but I'm recording this part right here for day one and day two of the CDO open weekend right now and then the next part will be for days three and four of open weekend so I do quickly want to point that out and plus you will see the transition right here on the video format and then of course audio will just be just put together for the audio only listeners so for your day one recap i'm going to keep this very short sweet and simple for you guys uh the la thieves won 3-1 with really great gameplay style and communication almost made the comeback in snd with the rocker being up five to one on miami you cannot let that happen if you're the rocker uh, the Rocker has a lot of cleanup to do and respawn only. And, oh, excuse me, has a lot to clean up to do in the respawn gameplays. Only won their S&D because they went back to what what worked at the beginning of that match on Miami, which was, you know, separating yourselves, okay? You're spread out across the map, but whenever you was up 5-1 right there, you, you started bundling up together you started actually getting more tighter and went to that a spawn like in the alley side and you ju- you just lost every single 1v1 on that because the LA Thieves knew what you was going to do you was going to try to do an all out blitz get the series over with you're going to win 6-1 to S&D tie the series and I mean of course you still did tie the series but you went back with what worked. You went back with what worked of being separated and winning your 1v1s at a great, at a longer and greater distance rather than to be short and bundled up together. And that's why you near about lost that. <laughs> but other than that, you know, the LA Thieves look really, very great. Uh, their communication is now on point. They have bounced back from that 0-3 series match against 
Optic Chicago and CDO Kickoff Classic. So I cannot wait to see what's going to happen now with the LA Thieves being a very dominant team. Seattle Surge taking on the Dallas Empire. The Seattle Surge has a huge hill to climb if they are going to win against big name teams like the Atlanta Fays, like the Dallas Empire, and like the Optic Chicago squad. Uh, gosh, I figured this chemistry was going to really, you know, pick up, start earning them a few wins within the series, or heck, even an entire series win. But with all this star talent that you have, you're still not beating nobody. So, it's again, it's a huge hill to climb. It's still very early in the season. Maybe the chemistry is just not there yet. Maybe in some scrims, you start picking up a, a rhythm with one another and then see what happens from there. The Dallas Empire, I'm surprised this match was even shown because this was an absolute murder scene because they did take down the Seattle Surge 3-0 in dominant fashion. Shots, formation, routes, everything was on point. It's going to take a while for someone and some team to beat the Dallas Empire. Day two is the Paris Legion taking on the Optic Chicago squad. Oh my gosh, what what can I say? This was 3-0 right here. We had two 3-0s on day two, okay? So Optic Chicago, of course, beat the Paris Legion, 3-0. Uh, Optic Chicago had a 250-102 hardpoint win. Comms were on point. Rotation was absolutely perfect. The S&D, they won 6-4, had to come back down 0-3 at the start, but got aggressive and won. Control, uh, they won 3-1, very good at respawn, quickly gets to the next objective, which was definitely true because in Control, if you're not rotating, I mean, it's just pretty much like Hardpoint, if you're not rotating within that five-second period and getting over to the next side of the map or the next objective, you're going to lose out. And Optic Chicago definitely has that padded down. Very great. They can be a team to really go up against a Dallas Empire and really cause some havoc. Uh, Paris just looked absolutely lost. Like, and you're getting, and you're letting Optic get streaks after streaks. You cannot let that happen if you are scraps or just any member on the Paris Legion, because now Dashy is part of Optic, and Dashy had a very great rookie season, back in the CWL winner, he was with the original Optic squad, and it, it was just, it was just mayhem, it was just like the Dallas Empire match, why did you even air this, because this was an absolute murder scene. Now talking about the Atlanta phase, for the main event on the Friday night matchup against the LA Gorillas. So the LA Gorillas lost to FaZe who struggles in hardpoint 250 to 156, almost was in, in the 100 point club. You cannot let that happen. Lost on momentum after P1, then in search and destroy, I believe it was on um, the, the hangar map, like with the plane in the middle, uh, not Cartel, because that's the uh, one in Nicaragua. Um, I forget, but I, checkmate, checkmate, that's it. 
you lost six to four against Face, who does struggle in S and D a lot of times now, especially with Modern Warfare, because you was great at Modern Warfare S and D at the beginning, then you fell off towards the tail end, and then here you are, you know, you're still struggling a little bit if you're phased, but you still ultimately won, so that's what matters. But you gotta have a lot of cleanup to do with that, but I'll get to that here in a second. Uh, you still had a lot of momentum at first, but just let go easily. And in control, LEG just looked absolutely defeated, but still had some great communication going on. And that's what really can help you bounce back. It's great comms and being much more aggressive and not easily letting go to what you had because it was just like in the hard point at Crossroads uh, Strike. You was up near, I think, 50 points from that P1. Face had zero. You could have stayed on that gas pedal and absolutely went up like 200 to nothing on Face if you really wanted to. But then you got confident, you got cocky, too quick, and you absolutely just let Face come back and then... You are 250 to 156 on hardpoint. You cannot let that happen. Now for phase, my summary for this was looked really ugly on P1, but flipped the switch and took advantage of spawns and kills to take the W. And that's what I love about phase. Even though we're not in domination, but in Modern Warfare for domination, phase took advantage of spawn traps. They took advantage of how the spawns were going to be flipped in their favor, and that's what is still happening right here for FaZe. Even though they might not be getting the aggressive kills and staying on the objective a lot, they sure as hell know how they'll flip a freaking spawn in their favor to make something work. And that's what I absolutely love about this team right here. Uh, the S&D looked good, but still has a lot of cleanup to do because there was a bunch of areas where you could have, you know, got this point of view to get, you know, I forget, apathy and all them. I forget a lot of these players' names now. But anyways, because there's so much to keep up with. But yeah, there's certain lines of sights that you could have took advantage of to get a, a few a few kills or even two, whatever. But maybe having Arcides over Major Maniac will pay off? And sure enough, it does look like it now. Uh, control was absolutely dominant for FaZe, going up 3-1 in the match and 3-0 in the series. FaZe looks like they have regained their momentum in the respawns. Still has a lot of cleanup to do in the S&D formats or style of things. And if they could clean that up and a few more little things in respawn light with hardpoint, I think FaZe can honestly be that team to dethrone the Dallas Empire and take on an Optic Chicago, which actually we will be getting to here in a few more minutes of this video right here. So, guys, that was part one of this video right here i'm going to put part two joint to, together with this one right here so i'll see you guys here in just a second all right guys so here we are discussing day three right here 
then I'm going to split it into one more segment right here. I know, guys, uh, I have plenty of time. I've been off now since Thursday um, of the time of this recording, and it's Saturday. Uh, just finishing up day three. Now, I did get to watch the Paris Legion taking on the LA Gorillas, and I caught just very little glimpses of the Ultra Mutineers and LA Thieves and New York Subliners matches. So, uh, do bear with me right here. Uh, so I did take the notes on the Paris Legion and Ellie Gorillas matchup. So, for day three right here, the Ellie Gorillas, you won 250 to 199 on the hard point over the Paris Legion. Looked a little better in keeping the foot on the gas. Then for S&D, you win 6-2 over the Paris Legion. Had great timing on all aspects of trigger discipline. Know when to push and back off. Uh, then you lose to the Paris Legion 3-1. And Control on Checkmate had a chance to improve in the series, but no cigar. Then you lose again to the Paris Legion 250-198. Being forced to play a game 5, looking absolutely shaky, and now must clutch up. And then you finally win in the S&D on Raid, 6-4 on Game 5. Still looked very bad at a performance point of view, but did get the win. Uh, the Paris Legion, uh, of course you lost to LAG. Uh, that's my dog barking with a little bit of better performance of rotation and still needs to work on hardpoint matchup skills. Lost 6-2 to LAG on your first S&D, uh, and you... And you seem to figure out a pattern to win your S&D. One against the LEG 3-1 in control. Finally found a rhythm to make some kills happen. More aggression than score. Which I've noticed that a lot. Uh, then you won against LEG yet again. 250-198. And now all the momentum is in your favor. Kills are on point with comms. And so let's see what happens in S&D. Uh, was hanging in the match in S&D on Raid, but could not win it at the end. Improvements still need to be made on all ends of your, on your side, pretty much. Meaning, like, if you're the Paris Legion, yes, you went up against a very mediocre LA Gorillas team and still lost, but you did improve in some aspects from your very first matchup, which was against Optic Gaming. Chicago actually so I do like the improvement but there is still a huge hill to climb for the Paris Legion because now you are at the bottom of the barrel uh, with the Seattle Surge and uh, other teams I think the New York Subliners as well so now we're going to move on over to the Toronto Ultra taking on the Florida Mutineers uh, and again these next two matches right here guys I really didn't get a chance to watch the full live stream when it comes to these matches, so do bear with me. But the Toronto Ultra looked like they absolutely dominated the Florida Mutineers 250-164 to on Garrison. Uh, the Toronto Ultra also won their S&D on Miami 6-4 over the Mutineers. The control was 3-2 in favor of the Mutineers. Definitely Ultra looked like they should have closed that out. Especially, you know, tying the series 2-2 in control. Uh, 
But the mutineers did fail to have the game five force in their favor by letting the Toronto Ultra win in the hard point on Crossroads 250 to 177. So guys, uh, the Toronto Ultra, they are legit. Just like they were last season, they found their rhythm towards the end of the season. They had pretty much the same roster minus like two people. And this this addition right here is great. You're pretty much keeping like at least half the roster and you have you have full momentum going in your favor. I think right now you would be number five in this league ranking right here. The final matchup right here is the New York Subliners taking on the LA Thieves. And guys, the LA Thieves, they struggled, but they won. So I'm just going to go in the details right here. Uh, LA Thieves won 250 to 241 over the Subliners on Moscow CDL Hardpoint. Then won 6-5 in their S&D on Miami. And then 3-2 on Control for Raid. This was all closed matches right here. Honestly, it just seems like from what I could tell is the subliners had a game plan, but that game plan was 99.1% effective, and you're missing that other 9%, and that's where the LA Thieves took advantage of that, and you cannot control the LA Thieves, and you let them win these matches in that close tight race and that means the LA Thieves are now the only 2-0 team right now as it stands uh, I will double check that for you guys right now and of course we'll go to you know day four on the next clip that you guys will see on the v visual part of this podcast let's go right here stage one yep it would be right now LA Thieves are sitting at the top of the mountain right now at 2-0 with the Atlanta Faze sitting at currently the second spot at 1-0. Dallas Empire, Object Chicago are all fighting for that number two spot. And really right now it would look like Dallas would take that number two spot. And then it would be up to Atlanta Faze and Object Chicago to figure out who would be number three and number four. But we will find that out in the next clip right after this. All right, guys, we are now finally into the second part right here. Or no, excuse me, third part. Uh, oh my gosh, I've been taking a lot of notes today. I have been watching the Call of Duty League for now just, gosh, uh, when did it start? Three o'clock, so gosh, yeah, about near now seven hours uh, for Sunday having to go work. Monday morning at like, you know, 5 a.m. Well, really 6, but I clock in at 5.30. But anyway, so, my gosh. Uh, so, I'm pulling up right now the Call of Duty League Week 2 matches. But while that is pulling up, we are going to talk about the matches for Day 4, the Sunday matches. So, let me scroll all the way back up. So, the Seattle Surge took on the London Royal Ravens. The Seattle Surge finally gets a win, non-LA Gorillas. Beats the Ravens, who made the Final Four in the 2020 World Champs, 3-2. to two. It, However, though, 
The surge was up 2-0 in the series and let go, but finally got a rhythm in play and beat Ravens in dominant fashion in their S&D. Hard points of controls still needs some tweaking, but if I think personally, if you can get the the respawns intact, you're going to be a very dominant team this or this regular season of the CDL. London Royal Ravens had a somewhat disappointing debut. Uh, had complete dominance on your hard point on P1 and 2, but but easily let Surge get momentum back in control for them. Their control was excellent, but the S&D needs to go back to the drawing board. The Dallas Empire. <laughs> oh boy, uh, this this was the shocker of the day. Every one of these games has went to a game five, and you know, so one of the teams won three two. So Seattle Surge did win th- win three two. So now looking at the Dallas Empire taking on the Minnesota Rocker. The Empire won 252-1 with some pressure finally hitting them and making the yeah, making them uncomfortable scratch for a win in this match on checkpoint, if I'm not mistaken. Finally has a map loss with this weekend and could not outsmart Major Maniac and attach. Empire are looking for are looking a little shaky and did not take advantage of their offense and control. Still had great shots and angles, but could not beat Rocker who outsmarted you in every aspect of lines of sight and strategy. Talking about S&D dominance, you know, Major Maniac and Attach really were the stars in your S&D gameplay if you're the Minnesota Rocker. Uh, Priesta definitely had a great day today. Uh, and, and, And the only reason why I think personally that the Rocker did win this matchup is because you had Major Maniac, you had Priesta, who's coming from the Atlanta face. They know Dallas very well. They know kind of like how their strategy is going to be. And that's why the Minnesota Rocker dethroned the Dallas Empire right now of being undefeated. Uh, the Rocker, if it was not for that reset at the beginning of the series, uh, the Rocker would be really scratching their heads and worried but still, ultimately, they did lose 201-250, but brought some aggression to the Empire side of the table. Major's S&D experience is finally paying off with the Rocker. Attach also had a huge factor in this win, and the series is now tied. The Rocker had a complete strategy going into the control, and they played their cards right on defense. Dallas Empire, they hand, excuse me, Dallas Empire, their very first loss, and boy, Rocker on S&D will be hard to beat as they are undefeated in Search Destroyer right now, fixing to head into week two. Now for the Mark Keaton matchup, this is the one I really chose Optic on, but uh, ultimately failed. So Optic, Optic had great comms, stayed calm, and got the W over FaZe, who still struggles in hard points. Scump was not winning his 1v1s against Abizi and the Surge Destroy on Miami, which really cost Optic this S&D at 6-0. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. FaZe beat Optic 6-0 on Miami S&D. However, Optic did bounce back with a control win 3-2 with what looked like FaZe was going to win, but Optic did not give up a point, give 
did not give up point A and got aggressive and made FaZe pay for it. Then after that, lost 250 to 245 on the Moscow hard point. Moscow hired point. I was fixing to say that. But 250 245 on the Moscow hard point with it being a nail-biter. And me personally, I think that was a five-star match right there. Nevertheless, they had great shots, but FaZe had that one shot better than them. And for my notes for FaZe, uh, FaZe actually stayed in the match for that hard point with good rotation, but could not get the edge and still lost. A BZ winning his 1v1s against Skump is what ultimately won the S&D 6-0 on that Miami S&D. For good control position is, oh, excuse me, for the S&D position is also what helped win this match because the formal trying to go to that dock and then I believe it was Stellium, might have been a BZ, I can't remember, uh, just caught him right off guard. And that's definitely what happened, or what helped with this matchup right here for FaZe to win it. Uh, FaZe, uh, at a long, I, I, I don't even know what I even type right here. Uh, FaZe had it going along for him with kills, line, lines of sight, but could not end up winning your 1v1s and 2v1s in that control. Then there's that phase woke up and said we're not losing at our home series and Abizi went off killing all of the Autic squad and ultimately won the match 250-245 on Moscow and that ultimately led to that game 5 and the game 5 ladies and gentlemen oh my gosh Optic is just not an S&D team Phase is and phase one, six to one, six to one, and optic. They're they're just like just scratching their heads. Like we got to scrim S and Ds now. Like there is no joking about this. So right now, as it stands, uh, phase and LA thieves are going into week two, are undefeated. So I really like this for phase and LA thieves. Uh, I'm just ultimately happy for Seattle Surge winning their very first game that is not LA Gorillas again. So I do like that for them. So uh, my laptop has been a little uh, like slow today. So I'm fixing to actually go into week two right here on my on my phone for you guys. So and and I, I don't want to reveal my CDL pickums and stuff. So. So for week two, I did promise this, guys, that I would preview this. So for f that Thursday, February 18th, yes, that would be right. You have the LAG taking on the Florida Mutineers, which actually I th I'm picking the Florida Mutineers ultimately to win that matchup by at least a good 3-1 to one series win. Uh, then that Thursday, again, Sh Optic Chicago taking on the Toronto Ultra. I'm picking the Toronto Ultra 3-2 in that matchup as well. Optic is just devastated from that phase lost with the S&D. And they, they, they're they thinking, Optic, that they should have won that against phase. And this is going to go into this series right here and haunt them against the Toronto Ultra, which I'm taking 3-2. For that Friday, February the 19th, you got the Seattle Surge taking on the Minnesota Rocker. Both coming off impressive wins. Personally, I'm taking Minnesota. You've defeated the world champs. And 
you, you have everything going for you. I'm picking the Minnesota Rocker to win this series right here, three two, three two. I believe the Seattle Surge has finally found a rhythm, but won't be able to take that extra step against these bigger name teams. Um, but they, of course, did do that against the London Royal Ravens. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's the Minnesota Rocker three two. New York Subliners, the 0-2 team taking on the London Royal Ravens. I'm picking the New York Subliners, ladies and gentlemen, to take the W over London at a good, comfortable 3-0. And then my birthday, February 20th, uh, London kicks off the day taking on the Dallas Empire. Oh my gosh, London just cannot catch a break, Dallas. I'm saying probably a 3-1. Still on that Saturday right there, you got LAG ticket on the Optic Chicago squad. Me personally, ladies and gentlemen, I am picking Optic Chicago to beat LAG fashionably 3-0. And for your marquee matchup, you have the Atlanta Phase taking on the Toronto Ultra. I'm picking the Atlanta Phase to beat the Toronto Ultra 3-2. I know another game five for Atlanta, but still, Atlanta, they have finally beat Optic in the early stages of Black Ops Cold War. Now we're just waiting on them to go up against the Dallas Empire to see who's really going to be the number one team throughout the entire CDL 2021 regular season. And for your Sunday matches right here, ladies and gentlemen, you kick off the day with the Paris Leader taking on the Florida Mutineers. I'm taking the Florida Mutineers in a comfortable 3-0 situation right here. It's uh, just, it's not looking good for Paris. Uh, the second matchup for that Sunday is the Los Angeles Thieves taking on the Seattle Surge. I'm taking the LA Thieves to go up to 3-0 and against the Seattle Surge, at least by a 3-1 series win. And for your marquee matchup for Week 2, it's the New York Subliners taking on the Minnesota Rocker. And guys, I'm picking the Minnesota Rocker over the New York Subliners because Subliners, they just don't have nothing going for them. They're winning against these lower-tier teams, and which is, which is the London Royal Ravens right now. But you're not winning against these big-name teams like a Dallas Empire, like an LA Thieves. And I just don't see you winning against the Minnesota Rocker in my own personal opinion. Uh, and I th I don't know if I said it, but I'm taking the Minnesota Rocker over the New York Subliners and a comfortable 3-1 series win. All right, guys, so that is all the time I have for today. Oh, my gosh, this has been a very long podcast episode, YouTube edition and audio, so please do forgive me right there, ladies and gentlemen. But it is... It's, it's, it's long. It's very informational. I'm going to try my best to make these shorter. Maybe I'll just do like a very quick recap with like a one to two sentence of what happened for each matchup in week two going on to like stage five and everything. But I'm not going to go through all this right here because this is a lot of audio and just a lot of production within a short amount of time. So... Uh, so enjoy this one is a very long one, but guys, 
Hope you all did enjoy it. If you did, make sure that like button wherever you're listening from here on YouTube. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. If this will even go on Apple Podcasts with it being so long. And uh, until then, I, Kawan, will catch you all later. Peace.